Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thank you for listening to the Busy Mom Podcast. I'm here today with Dorinda Wilson. Hey, Hey, Dorinda. And we are going to be picking up where we left off last Friday, talking about what do you do when you don't agree Mm-hmm. with your spouse on something when you kind of butt your head up into a wall and you can't agree. And we we learned that we don't want to fight with That's each right. other. That's right. Because it's not good for our families. It doesn't <laughs> honor the Lord. It's not good for our kids. I could go on and mm-hmm. on and on. Uh, there are a couple, though, uh, things, and and I don't want to uh, deviate too much off the of the point because we also have a couple of announcements. I want to be sure that uh, you understand I am not speaking to women who are in abusive relationships mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I hate to have to even say that, but the truth right. of the matter is it does happen. It happens in the homeschool community. It mm-hmm. certainly happens in the Christ- in Christian circles. And women have been uh, lied to right. about what their response should be to a husband who is abusing them. And mm-hmm. I certainly grew up in that situation where my mom was just told, sorry. Right. You know, right. Uh, maybe he wouldn't beat you if he'd be more submissive. <laughs> and if you want to see me get oh, hot under goodness. the collar, <laughs> that's the conversation to have with me. So... That is not biblical. That is not right. not what God says. But mm-hmm. we want to talk to you today a little bit about submission. And, and really, we'd love to hear your feedback. Love mm-hmm. to hear your questions. If you've got questions or comments or ideas for future podcasts, go ahead and submit them to us at podcast at thebusymom.com. What do we have coming up on the calendar, Dorinda? Well, we've got Fearless in Chattanooga, April 15th and 16th. Mm-hmm. Super excited about yep. that. And coming up this weekend, I'm going to be at uh, Great Homeschool Conventions in Fort Worth. Ooh. Yeehaw. So, you know, I'm <laughs> Put getting on your cowboy I'm, boots. I am. And I, you know, I actually, I've been thinking about buying some cowboy boots. I think boots. you should. I know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'll get, I'll get back to you. And then I have a week off, right. my only week off that right. I'm going to get for the whole, almost the entire season. And mm-hmm. then I'll be in Cincinnati, Ohio. So for those of you who have been uh, kind of following me, uh, this weekend, we just uh, came off of uh, our South Carolina trip. And mm-hmm. now we're going, heading over to uh, Fort Worth. So I hope to see you all this weekend in Fort Worth. All right. Uh, I want to start off talking about the issue of submission because it's really kind of a um, it's got I think it's gotten a bad rap definitely for one thing mm-hmm. uh, mostly because it's been abused <laughs> yeah and uh, and so it's earned its bad rap right you know I I heard a mom uh, not too long ago say that she you know she just hates the word submission and I watched the view I don't normally watch the view right I just like to point that out <laughs> um, but I think it's probably a clip that came through mm-hmm. a Facebook feed or mm-hmm. something. And I was really proud of uh, Candace, Cam- Candace Cameron Bure, mm-hmm. who basically said that she believes in the biblical model of submission. And mm-hmm. she was talking to these, you know, it's a very liberal crowd. Right. There. Oh, yeah. And of course, they mocked her right. uh, for it. But the truth is, you can't have two heads of household. That's right. You can't have two people driving a car. You know, mm-hmm. Raven Simone was like, well, actually, I disagree. Of course, you could have two people drive a car. So that's how she prefers her relationships to happen. She said, I, you know, I can be, uh, have my hands on the steering wheel and my partner can have his, his foot on the gas. And I'm thinking, I don't you'll think crash your well. car. <laughs> like it's going to crash that way. <laughs> but we want to start off with what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible is our authority as that's believers. Right. And that's where we always go when we want to know what God thinks about something, and particularly with something as personal and as tender as the topic of marriage. That's Ephesians right. 5, 22 through 24 says, Wives, submit to your own husbands 
as to the Lord. Notice that he doesn't say submit to someone else's husband. Right. I just like to point that out. Mm-hmm. Right. I've heard a lot of people say that women, uh, that men can exercise authority over any woman. Mm-hmm. And that's actually not what the Apostle Paul says. He says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be subjects to their own husbands in everything. That's mm-hmm. from the New King James. And then in Colossians 3, the Apostle Paul said, wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting for the Lord. Um, there's, there are several other verses uh, in, the, in the New Testament, particularly, which talk about uh, the area of submission. But it's a really disliked verse. Mm-hmm. And I like to go um, in Ephesians 5, verse 21, which I started earlier and just with verse 22. But if you go back just a little bit, mm-hmm. um, Paul explains to Christians how to live the Christian life. He says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Right. And really, that's why we're doing mm-hmm. this. This mm-hmm. whole submission thing, we're doing it because that's what Christ wanted us to do, and That's we're right. doing it to honor uh, the Lord. And I think that the word submit is probably one of the most difficult, uh, disliked, divisive right. words in the vernacular, <laughs> in, in sure. the Christian vernacular um, today. But Paul says to these Christians that we're supposed to submit to each other out of reverence for Christ. So whatever the word submit means, it's something that Paul thinks every Christian can and should do. And then he goes on to illustrate three examples of how uh, we can do this. So it's wives and husbands, children and fathers, slaves and masters, and we are, we submit to the Lord Jesus That's right. at the end of the day. And in each example, one person has more power and the other person has far less power. And now right. that that's not a real popular concept. No, no. And so I kind of wanted to, to discuss today a little bit what submission is mm-hmm. and what it isn't. And so, for example, when uh, we and we read, there's a great article at todayschristianwomen.com, and we'll link back to it today uh, in the show notes. But I love that they go back and they talk about what was going on at the time, because I think it's important to put the verse in context when this was written. And so, in Paul's day, a wife had no legal right. Sounds a little bit like um, many countries in the right, Middle East. Right. And frankly, how it used to be mm-hmm. uh, in the United States. We watched a movie a couple of uh, weeks ago, and I think I told you, you about did. it. You did. You told me about it. Suffragette. Have you had yeah. a chance to watch I that haven't. yet? I haven't. It sounded great. It was great. We we actually watched it twice. It's amazing what women have had to go through mm-hmm. over the years in Europe, mm-hmm. uh, certainly in England, and definitely in the United States, just for the right to vote. Yeah. Just for the right to be able to have a voice in what mm-hmm. happened to them, it, women were basically treated like property. Right. And I think what you're seeing in a lot of uh, Christian circles today is still a backlash right. against what was really a, a wrongful treatment mm-hmm. by men mm-hmm. toward women. Right. Um, it's just kind of an amazing phenomenon that we've been able to, um, at least in the United States and in um, other many other countries around the world, women have earned the right to vote and have earned the right for, you know, still working in many places for right. equal pay for the same jobs, right. those kinds of things. And I understand the heart behind the feminist right. movement with regard to that. Right. I absolutely do. But I think what we're seeing is a backlash. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like we've talked about many times on the podcast, the, you know, the, the pendulum swings and now it's swinging back the other way, and we're right. going to go past what God says, and we're right. going to overreact right. and say, well, we'll throw it all out. Right. Um, submission is just uh, this antiquated old idea. Right. And either side is equally bad That's right. and equally sinful. Yep. And not God's plan. And I, I think it's interesting because you always 
say all the time, uh, having a creator changes, changes everything. everything. And so mm-hmm. when we have a creator and who tells us how a marriage will work well, we can trust that what he's saying is going to be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in uh, in Paul's day, uh, as in what we were just talking about, even back in the day of... Um, the early days of the United States. In Paul's day, a wife had no legal rights. Her husband could do whatever he wanted in legal affairs without her consent. But a wife had to get her husband's permission before she could even buy or sell property or even make a will. Mm. Husbands also had financial advantages and virtually all the education. They had the support of pagan philosophy, which taught that women are damaged inferior forms of males, which is really is still taught in the Middle East today. And you certainly see that being played out Mm -hmm. um, in the culture. And so wherever there's this kind of imbalance of power, that's uh, the person holding the greater power or authority. What are they supposed to do? And the Bible says, this is exactly how it's supposed to look and also commands, and this is the thing that we don't hear a lot about, husbands are to love their wives like Christ Mm -hmm. loved the church. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested to know, because I know that there are a lot of men who are listening uh, to this today. I'm interested to know uh, from you, uh, Dorinda, when just in your own relationship with your husband, um, how you feel about the fact that he is a leader over you um, Mm -hmm. and when it gets, you know, if it ever gets on your nerves, why, why would that be? Well, it gets on there are t- the times it has gotten on my nerves is when we clearly disagree mm-hmm. on how we should approach something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my husband firmly believes that, you know, husbands are supposed to live in an understanding manner with their wives. Mm-hmm. And at first it seems like we're butting heads, butting heads, butting heads. And then when we really stop and think about how can we approach this, the bottom line is if we're still in disagreement, mm-hmm. I have to say, I'm going to hand this over to yes. you yeah. and also know that he is bears the full weight. He will answer to the Lord decision. for that decision. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Paul is offering in Ephesians a better way. He's offering a way to move beyond the power struggle because I think right. that that's really what, what we experience. That's it's what this, it is. Yeah. It's this power struggle. Yeah. And Paul's saying, listen, wives are to submit to their own struggles, and his solution is submission. So he's saying, in effect, um, in life, when you're in a place of less authority and power, which in this uh, situation is including wives and children, don't resist and resent and rebel out of reverence to Christ, respect and honor and work hard at pleasing the other person. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a place of more power, which in Paul's day was the husbands and the parents, he said, don't lord it over the other person. Don't use it to make your life easier. Instead, use your power to benefit them. And Mm -hmm. I think this is really the key. It is. Um, Because I have not met a woman. And I mean, I travel and speak to tens of thousands of women every year. I have yet to meet a woman who um, is resentful of being in a position of submitting to her husband's loving authority. Mm -hmm. Because a husband who really loves his wife, and men, I hope you're listening, because this is an important thing. I think women are born responders. Mm -hmm. We are are born to respond uh, to the needs of our husbands. The Bible says we were created to be a help meet. Mm -hmm. And I think a woman who, who is living with a godly husband longs to be in that in that type of relationship with him because she trusts his leadership right. and he doesn't make reckless decisions without asking her. Right. He's earned that trust. I know mm-hmm. that I cannot think I've been married for coming up on 27 years. I cannot think of a single decision that my husband, a big decision right. that he has ever made and just said, sorry, woman, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> submit woman, submit woman. <laughs> um, that wouldn't go over well. Right. 
Um, but I think it's just, you know, my role as his wife is to, is to voluntarily submit to him right. out of obedience to Christ. Mm-hmm. And his role is to love me like Christ loved the church. Well, how did Christ love the church? He laid down his life for her. Mm-hmm. He laid down his life for the church. And I think when we get the one and we don't get the other, then we start having, now we're having power struggles. Right, right. You know, and a lot of times, um, you know, and and honestly, and I'm sure I, that I can't imagine Daryl ever saying that to you either. No. A lot of times when we, when we, um, Submit, and there have been decisions that we've made that Jay, that Jay and I have disagreed on. Mm-hmm. But you know what I find um, so wonderful about the Lord is that He honors it when we follow His That's word. That's right. That's right. He honors it when we follow the word of God. So here comes the tricky question: How do you apply it? How do you live out uh, the Bible's principles of, of submission in your marriage? And so here's a couple of things uh, that this this gentleman points out that he's heard of the Christians say. He said, the husband should make all the important financial decisions and any other decisions for the relationship. The husband and wife should work together on all important decisions, but the husband has the final say. The husband should go out and earn the family's uh, income, and the woman should stay home to bake the bread. So he earns the bread, and she stays home uh, to bake it. Uh, the husband is the president, but the wife is the executive vice president. There you go. The husband should control the TV remote. <laughs> <laughs> and the wife should just sit there and take it. Well, and that's, that's never going to happen. So these these may or may not be valid applications of Ephesians 5. But one thing I will say about this gentleman's uh, commentary on this is I the, the one that resonated with me the most was that the husband and wife work together. Right. And the husband has the final say. You know, in our house, we call it veto authority. Right. So my husband has the right, and it's been given to him by God. There mm-hmm. has to be a leader in any relationship. We have leaders in our country. They don't always do a good job. Husbands who are leaders don't always do a good job right. of leading right. of leading their families. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, the wife has been called to pray for her husband that's right. and to encourage him in his mm-hmm. role as a leader. And sometimes uh, it's it's a tough thing to do. It is. It's a tough thing to sort of sit back and watch your husband do what you think Right. Is making a mistake. That's right. But the Lord can really fill your heart with peace. Like mm-hmm. you said, as you bring those things to him and uh, watch him work these mm-hmm. things out in your husband. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some sometimes our husbands can be stubborn yeah. and they want to do their thing and they want to do this thing, whatever it is. And you can just let that go and let God work mm-hmm. in their hearts through that scenario. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you do that in love and you do that, not in an I told you so fashion, mm-hmm. but right. in a... but with love and with respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think God does a lot with that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, we've run out of time on this podcast, but I'm not I'm not out of things to say. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. So we're going to come back here um, in a couple of days mm-hmm. and pick this up again. Okay. And I'd actually love to pull my husband in on this conversation. We'll, so we'll see if we can't get him, uh, if he's brave enough to come, in the, <laughs> come out of the control room and sit with the two women. Woo! <laughs> And talk about submission. <laughs> so I'm going to invite my husband to join us on the next podcast. And we're going to um, kind of give you guys a couple of sort of secrets of healthy submission inside of marriage and what that looks like um, in a healthy marriage where both uh, the husband and the wife are seeking to honor the Lord. So we hope you'll come back here next time. We're going to talk about this again at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at the Busy Mom. <laughs>